very much. So my theme today is, when is the right time to worship? I'm going to start with a story. You know what happens in Lesotho? In Lesotho, they drive carelessly. Yes. If you have ever come across drivers who can drive anyone, bump into your car and do anything they want, welcome to Lesotho. So we are kind used to that life. Now what happened this day, I was driving from home, going somewhere. Of course, I was in a hurry. Then just a few minutes before the corner, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost approaching the corner. The driver comes so speeding from behind me, went and parked in front of me and scratched me a bit. So I was very mad. I came out of the car, actually just to scold him. And I, I, I was like, this is nonsense. How can you do this? While I am walking towards the car, the truck was coming straight towards the highway, lost control and took the first car. I stood there. I said, when is the right time to worship God? Because I had to bow down. I came out in anger. I was kneeling down in worship. I looked at myself to say, I could have taken, if I was the first one there, the truck could have taken me. I'm seeing this car rolling in fire. When is the right time to worship God? You know, when I'm watching that, now I kneel down. I'm the same person who was angry a second ago. Then I'm the same person who's thanking God the second minute to say, God, you are holy. So now when you look at yourself, I don't know the condition that you're going through. But the question is, look at your neighbor and ask them, when is the right time to worship God? Is it when things are okay? Is it when things are wrong? Now, from that experience, I learned one thing to say. Worship happens whether things are right or they are wrong. So when is the right time to worship God? Praise the Lord. So today I'm going to talk about worship. Worship is not a slow song. Praise be to God. Worship is not a slow song. But worship is character. I want to do something with the praise while they are standing here. Before I give the scripture where I'm standing. When we are saying worship is the character. When the, the worshipers were singing here, everything was tuned accordingly, their instruments and everything was so much right that everything came out so well. So now, I'm going to do something different. I want the praise. Can you mistune everything? 
scatter the voices, scatter. I, I don't want everything to, to be in line. There's something I want to talk about. And yeah, and in fact, sing the song they love most. Let's clap for them as they are tuning to something that we don't know right now. It's going to be something we have never heard before. And all of you are going to dance to what they are doing right now. You are not just going to sit there. Everybody rise up and follow what they are doing right now. We're going to participate. Wow. Wow. How was that? How was that? <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, I'm connecting to this. As long as your life is in disorder, you sound like this in heaven. As long as you don't live a pure life, when you stand before God, you are not tuned in and your life sounds like this in heaven. You can say, praise the Lord. And look at your neighbor to say, I hope I'm not seated next to one. Why am I saying this? When God created human beings, he created us to worship him. Now, when man wanted to worship God, man created the instruments. Let's go to Psalm 150. Let's see. What man created to make worship nice? God did not create instruments. Psalm 150 verse 1. 
If you are there, you can read for me. Psalm 150 verse 1 and the Bible reads, Praise the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in his mighty heavens, praise him for his acts of power, praise him for his surpassing greatness, praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. Can I hear the trumpet behind me? Praise him with, instead of the trumpet, can I hear the drums? Yes, praise him. Praise him with the harp. Can I hear the guitars? Yes. Praise him with the timbre and dancing. Praise him with the strings and, and the pipe. Praise him with the clash of cymbals. Can I hear the combination of everything? Praise him with the resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breathed praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, when David wanted to praise the Lord, he came up with all sorts of instruments to praise the Lord. This is why nowadays we have a problem. We think if there are no instruments, I can never praise the Lord. You can say, I hope I'm not seated next to one. So now David says, I will praise the Lord with all these instruments. God did not create the instruments to praise him. When God wanted worship, he created the human being. Praise the Lord. He created the human being so that you may praise him. So now I'm going to go back to the same song we are doing. Can we do it now so nicely with everything in order? Worship here outside is not okay. 
Now, you are the instrument of Jesus. If your life is not okay, your worship is not okay. Your, pray, your, your standing in the presence of God is not okay. So the first thing you've got to do, if you are saying I'm a Christian, is not coming to church on a Sunday like this, and you look holy, you behave holy. Meanwhile, your life is upside down. You sound like broken instruments. You can say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, life is in the heart. And the relationship of God to man is centered on the heart. That's why the Bible says, no man can cheat God. Look at your neighbor to say, no man can cheat God. No man can cheat God. You know, if you want to see the presence of God in your life, is when you go into your own closet today and begin to check what has gone wrong with my life. Praise the Lord. We are tired of Christians who want to stand right in front of others. I want to tell you, the challenge is go and stand right when you're alone. That's a true worship. Praise the Lord. And if you want God, there are so many people praying for many things. And they are wondering, does really God answer? Does really God come through? I want to tell you, you are the instrument. As long as you stay broken, you are not going to receive what you want. But as long as you, you tune yourself. Sometimes you feel like, okay, I'm going on Sunday, then I'm going to worship. Look at your neighbor that, yes, you're coming to worship, but not complete. The complete worship is when you walk out of this church. That's a complete worship. Is when you look at your partner. Do you love them? Is when you look at your neighbor. Do you love them? It is a complete worship. And when you go to your secret place, are you smoking alone? Are you drinking alone? Is that worship? Look at your neighbor to say, is what you do every day worship? You wake up every morning, you are hating somebody. I don't know what kind of worship is that. The Bible says the Father is searching for those who worship in spirit and in truth. Praise the Lord. He's not searching for liars. Do you know? You will continue Searching God, unless you decide to do what is true, what is pure, God will come after you. The moment you get the secret how to enter into the presence of God is inside. Look at your neighbor to say everything lies inside of you, my neighbor. I tell them that again, everything lies inside of you. You can say answers lies inside of you. The moment you tell yourself, let me stop pretending. Let me be real. Look at your neighbor. Can I sit? Are you real? Ask them, are you real, my neighbor? (laughs) 
praise the Lord. You know, we, we are tired of fake Christians who want just to show themselves on Sunday. Who wants to show themselves when nobody's, when everybody's watching that I'm a Christian. We want Christians who can rise up and say, devil, I used to smoke, not anymore. I used to drink, not anymore. I used to have girlfriends, not anymore. I used to have boyfriends, not anymore. I am a true worshiper. yourself what does it mean to be born again do you know to be born again is like waking up in the new place now the same devil you used to walk together with is the same devil you've got to fight the same beer you were drinking when you come to Christ is the same beer you fight Praise the Lord. That's what it means to worship. Now, if you can't fight it, it keeps winning you. Ask your neighbor, how long are you going to sit like that? We have so many people who are calling themselves Christians, but they are already losers. You can say, oh, I'm not sitting next to a loser. Uh -uh, you can even touch them to say, I hope I'm not sitting next to a loser. There are some people we forced to worship. Oh, thank you, worshipers. You can sit. Thank you, thank you. There are some people we force to worship. No, you should worship. No, lift your hands. No, do this, do that. That is nonsense. Your life is always lifted before God when you wake up, when you go to sleep. So there's nothing you can hide from him. So when you come here, they are saying lift your hands. Just look at them. Don't tell them to lift their hands. If, they, if your life is down, your hands will always be down. I want to tell you. You can say, praise the Lord. You can say, praise the Lord. So God did not go into bothering of making instruments to say, I'm going to make these instruments so that my worship can be good. God created you. Can you stand up? I show you how God made you an instrument. Even when you're alone, you have to be an instrument.
I see people giving God a new dance in this place without the instruments. Without the instruments. Without the instruments. Praise the Lord. Now you think, all you have to do, you may take your seat. All you have to do. You always want to wait for somebody. And you have to wait for Sunday. You wait for somebody. You wait for Sunday. Then you come to church looking so heavy like you're carrying a mountain. Even your smile is far from you. Why? Because you haven't understood the true power of worship. And you haven't understood yourself to say, I am an instrument of God. He wants to hear praises coming from my mouth. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, the first thing God wants to hear from you, even when they have disappointed you, even when they have let you down, is just to kneel down and say, you are holy. Even when you don't have food, you have to say, you are. You are holy. And the more you say you are holy, he knows what to do with you. He knows my instruments need a fix. I want to tell you, the guys who play this instrument, they know when the instrument needs a fix. Not so guys, where are they? They know. They're not just going to play them. They know that in your ears, it won't sound good. So that they have to touch you before you enter the church. They have touched you. They have checked the mics. They have done everything so that it may sound good. Now, God wants you to live a fixed life so that when you stand before his presence, you sound very good. That your hallelujah, which belongs to God, goes straight to the one it belongs to. Not when you begin to sing, he says, who's that one? Because your character is in a mess. Who's, can they stop very quickly? I want to see others. Can you fix your life? Can you fix your character? And what I like about life, nobody can fix it for you. It takes you alone. The way you came into this world alone. Look at your neighbor to say, you fix it alone with God. Now look at your neighbor to say, what are you fighting? Ask them, what are you fighting? Is it the same beer you walked with before you sat, you sat there? We all, when we came to the Lord, there was something we were all fighting. Now, do you know, when you're watching SmackDown, one should be down. I hope you're not the one who's down. Who's down between your beer and you? Look at it. Who's down between your character? Oh my God. Ask your neighbor, who's down? Whisper to them. Some of you, some of them, you know what they do. We say, who's down? Between your smoking and who's down?
Now, you know, I just check your life. Are you the one that problem has put down? Or are you going to decide to put it down? We said, before you came to God, you were okay working with whatever you were doing. Now when you're in the Lord, it's time to stop pretending and be real. Because he's a real God. Look at your neighbor to say, for once in 2021, be real, be real neighbor. For once in 2021, be real. Because every day you are wasting your time. <laughs> when you say, oh, no, 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 no. I can just go and hide and do this. Yes, you can hide from everybody, but you can never hide from God. And if he wants to bless you, he's looking for a pure heart. This is why this generation has ended up going for prophecies they don't know. Prophesy, man of God. Yes, prophesy. Go deeper. Deeper where? Go deeper yourself. Check your life and everything will change. You need to go deeper yourself. Where am I failing? What change can I do? What word is being preached? Then when you hear the word, you've got to act on the word. You are going deeper with Jesus. Once Jesus is inside of you, even your complexion changes, your looks changes. Oh my God, everything changes. Praise the Lord. Look at your neighbor to say, go deeper, man of God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It is you to go deeper. That even every, whatever you have been desiring, there are some things you have been desiring. When you go deeper with God, they don't matter. They don't matter anymore. What people say against you will never matter anymore. What they think against you will never matter anymore. You never even want to light your partner. Whatever you do, you do it because he lives. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, I've met many people then when we are talking, I, I remember one minister says, uh, in which class are you? Are you in grade 8? I just laughed. I said, oh, you look so small. I said, yes, I've got grandchildren. Why am I looking so small? When I go deeper with Jesus, he gets me deeper young. So, if one, you want your life to be blocked... Point at your neighbor to say, continue pretending. You'll find us far. I tell them, you'll find us far. As long as you pretend. And do you know what it is? Just be open. You know, uh, we, we, we have one young man in our church. This young man, he used to hide. He would drink. So now when he sits there, oh, you see the way he's playing drums. Okay. Oh, this is maybe the Holy Spirit came down. 
then we discovered it to say, oh no. This young man drinks. Now, he fears to say, if I say it, maybe they are going to stop me. Okay. Then one day we just called him with Pastor Nick. We said, Keke, we are not going to, to change anything about you. The day you go to the bar, call us. We just want honesty. Ah, oh, Pastor, are you sure? I said, I'm very sure. Oh, no, Pastor, I'm too strict. I said, no, no, I tell you, call me when you go to the bar. Okay, I'll do that. He goes to the bar. When he's drunk, he calls me, Pastor, I'm so drunk. I said, oh, yes. <laughs> you know, why we did that? We were looking how to help him. The more he continued to be open, when he are hiding the sin, the devil thrives on your secret. So if you want to expose the devil, you can just say, I am still fornicating with 100 men or women. Yeah. So he was so surprised. He comes, he says, I want this. I said, no. I'm going to give you one extra for smoking. Pastor, do you know it took him one week? We just saw him looking normal in a suit. and everything. What has everybody started asking? What has happened to this boy? Up to today, Jesus happened. And when the boy is worshiping, when the boy is singing, when the boy is singing, do not hide your sins. It does not please God. Instead, go to somebody who can help you and say, please, I smoke. Please, I do this. Don't look at me to be holy. Please, I've got a boyfriend aside. I've got a girlfriend aside. And then, you be helped so that your worship, your worship, look at your neighbor to say that your worship may be complete before God. I can see they are not talking. You tell your neighbor you are the one, then they are talking about. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It is high time we fixed life for the sake of the cross. It is high time you stopped that secret, point at your neighbor, that secret behavior. I tell them, tell them straight. Stop that secret behavior. It is hindering your worship. Do you know in worship, I want to tell you, there are some people you've got to remove out of your phones for you to worship. Oh, you can say that's right. When you go through your phone book, you know that definitely when this one calls me, I fall. Do you know what to do with those ones? Today we're going to write the last WhatsApp to them to say I'm outside coverage area for you. You know, remove the blockages. 
Do you know, I remember a, a long time when uh, I, I came to the Lord, I went to my friend. I said, friend, we have a meeting. This is a long time. She said, oh, it sounds serious. I said, it's serious. What is it about? I said, I have decided to follow Jesus. So you are living, you are no longer Catholic. I said, ah. And you, you know, I've decided, and this decision I've made, I'm going to explore him. I'm going to do whatever Jesus said. And I was not joking. Then my friend said, Whoosh, you're going to miss out on the fun. I said, okay, let's try this. Go with your fun. I go my way. You know, we are old now. She looks like she's my mother. Then she, she says, you chose the right path. Do you know whatever you have to do, do it with your heart. If it is Jesus you have decided, don't come to do half-baked stuff with Jesus. When you have chosen Jesus, do it full time. And if you have chosen the devil, go and finish the devil. So that when you go to hell, you even understand why you are burning anyway. You understand to say, yeah, I'm burning, I refuse to repent. You know you go to, to, to hell, you find the reggae, yes, it's hot. Yes, you understand. And when you enter heaven, it is because I chose and I decided to follow you. I decided to hear from you. No matter the challenge, no matter the circumstance, I say I'll follow Jesus even if they laugh at me. We come from different backgrounds. It doesn't matter your background. I came from a background we were eating dairy every day. Every day you come from school, you're eating that. But the decision to follow Jesus, not for his benefit, to follow Jesus because one day I will worship him. Don't sit here because you came for benefits. You can say, I hope I'm not seated next to one who came for benefits. We have heard so much about the benefits. I don't know in this place if there is anybody who wants to have a friend for benefits only. They say, no, you can give me money for this and you can do all the good things. And that friend always comes. Can you keep that friend? Tell your neighbor, Jesus can't keep you also. Friendship must be mutual. When you look at a friend, do you know this is me? When I have somebody in my life I treasure, I always think of how to, how, what can I be a blessing to them? So when you are in Jesus and you have heard that Jesus buys limousine for people, Jesus heals, Jesus does that, and you came here, you are sitting there, you won't see the limousine. Until you worship in spirit and in truth and he begin to bless you with a wonderful process. So that you even stop rushing, go deeper, papa, go deeper, papa, papa. You can say, praise the Lord. Ask your neighbor, when is the right time to worship? You can say, when is the right time to worship? 
So, in my conclusion, what I've seen, every time is the right time to worship. I don't know if you can believe me. I've taken it so serious. Like, even when I lose something, even when I'm disappointed, I hear a very, very negative news. The first thing I, I lock myself, and I say, you are holy. I'm not going to give myself thinking, depression, what, what, thinking about what is going to happen, who's, how am I going to solve it. The first thing I, I, I've learned to do nowadays is just to say, Father, you're holy. If I have no words to tell God, I'll just put the music there. Then I kneel down. I'm, I'm following the music, the music of worship. I'm not following the music that will depress me. Nonsense. Worship will change the atmosphere. Everything just changes. Tell you, we had one challenging time when we went to the mall. You know, um, I felt so tired when I asked uh, Pastor Nicholas, I said, you're going to shop alone. I'm going to sit outside, wait for you. So as we were seated, as I was seated there, he came out with a lot of stuff. As we were parking in the car, I just went straight, sat in the car. He left the purse on the trolley. And that purse had a lot of things in it, you can imagine. It had a lot of money, all the cards, everything. It was left on the trolley and we drove off. Then later as we were driving, I say, my grandson wanted KFC. So when we check the purse, say, who? I begin to think about all the payments I have in the suit there in that purse. All the bank accounts, all the bank cards are in that purse. It's like my life is in the purse. And that more, they steal. They even steal cars. Pastor Nick says, let's drive back. Pastor Nick, where do we start from? So we don't know. Let's just go where we parked the car. So we drove back. What do we do, Pastor Nick? I said, let me worship. Do whatever you can. I knelt down. I don't care who's watching me. I'm talking to my father now. If the devil has attacked me publicly, I'll talk to my father publicly. I'm not going to wait. Just, I open the car, I switch on worship, I kneel outside. I'm just saying, you're holy, you're worthy, you are mighty. Then to see when Pastor Nick is coming, he's coming with a purse. I say, hey, what happened? See, the same thief who was supposed to steal found the purse and he took it to shop right. <laughs> Took it to the shop right manager. 
said, where's the thief? I want to look at the face of the thief. What happened? Because you are looking for man, I'm sure. No, just something told me I should take it to Shadrach. When you take God first, worship brings healing where you don't expect. Worship silences the voices of the enemy. Worship silences smackdown of the devil. Worship changes your expectation. Worship will shock you. So I was like, wow. Wow. We have to pay this one. And we say, can you count everything? Everything is just intact. God is mightier than your problem. God is mightier than your situation. Just tune your life in the right way. Change and work hard to change. Shall we rise to our feet? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If there are people standing there, they feel like, I just need the touch of God. I need this Jesus. I need him afresh. I just need his touch. I just need this. If others can walk with him in that way, so I can. No one condemns anyone. You are free just to walk right here as we pray together in the few in few minutes, just glorifying God who is worthy, who is mighty. In the name of Jesus, Father, you're worthy to be praised. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my dear. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. He's glorious, he's powerful, he's mighty. He never condemns. That's the reason why he died. It's not to condemn anybody. He's the king of kings. He's the lord of lords. He's the greater yen. When we say yes to him, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, as we surrender afresh. You may lift your hands before the Lord in the name of Jesus. You say, my Father and my God, I surrender afresh to you. Lord Jesus, you all I need in my life. Help me, Lord, to overcome the challenges which has overpowered me. Lord Jesus, come into my life. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. In the name of Jesus.